Hey there, Maroon Team families. Welcome to week two of my podcast. I uh, had about almost 20 listeners last week, so I'm hoping to top 25. Uh, maybe some of more people will listen. Maybe some of you might listen twice. I'm not above hollow victories, whatever works. Uh, so about this week, students um, finished up their PSSAs last week, their ELA PSSAs. We're moving on to math this week, I'm sure you know. Um, as far as Maroon Team-wise, we started as a practice for our talent show. This is something we started doing about six, seven years ago with the last day of school. We, we have an uh, eighth-grade-wide talent show. Um, not all students are required to participate. They'll go, um, but not everyone has to do something. So if your student, your son or daughter, is, has some sort of talent they'd like to share, make sure they're on it. Um, it's pretty cool. It's a neat thing we, we do each year. This past week, um, on Friday, I showed one of my favorite videos of the year. It's a, it's a tough one to watch. It's, it is a little sad. Um, it's an ESPN Outside the Line special about a young man named John Chalice. John grew up in Freedom, or went to Freedom High School in Aliquippa, Pennsylvania. He, in high school, developed an inoperable tumor in his stomach. Um, he eventually did succumb to this tumor. But he lived his life by a motto that, that he preached, um, the idea of courage plus believe equals life. And, and with the kids, we talked about the importance of focusing not on the disease, but how he chose to face this insurmountable obstacle. Um, and it's just, it's an amazing video. I recommend if you have seven, eight minutes to, time to watch, you can, you know, go to YouTube, put in John Chalice, or just go over to my show notes page and you can get the link there. So hopefully you enjoy it. All right, so welcome to the portion of the podcast about my social studies classes, periods two, seven, and eight. Uh, this past week, we really started to dive into the content of the fourth quarter, which is the idea of sectionalism and how conflicts and our attempt to compromise helped divide our nation in the early 1800s. Um, a couple weeks ago, the students took a survey, and part of the feedback they gave is that they were wanting to do some more low-tech work, some, some less technology. So we did that. We went really kind of old school, and the students created a poster. Uh, they created a visual representation of sectionalism in the United States. I gave them an oversized map with the three sections divided, the north, the south, and the west, and the students had to create their own versions, their own posters that visually represented the divides between the nation, you know, the division over slavery, tariff, how they made their money. Um, it's pretty cool. The students then took pictures of it, turned them in, and they put them on a uh, virtual bulletin board. If you go to our, my, show notes, my, yeah, my show notes page, you can see the link to the Padlet link there. You can check out the work that your son or daughter did. Um, really some, some neat stuff over there. Uh, at the end of the week, we started to look at the timeline activity we're doing for this quarter, and the goals here for this timeline are you know, the, the ability to provide context for an event, place, a, place an event in context, why something happened, why it happened the way it did, and why it was important throughout history. Uh, eventually, they're going to use, well, actually, we'll talk about it next week now. This week coming up, we started researching these events now. They have about 14 different events. Um, so it's going to take some time to get through this. And they're going to be researching them and we'll work together and some alone. And eventually, you know, Wednesday, Thursday of this week, they'll be using this a timeline app here at school. It's the Read, Write, Think timeline. If you're ever online, you can check it out, um, where they'll provide the date, the month, the year, a brief description of the event, then a detailed description where they tell me, like, what happened, why that event occurred, and why it's important in history. And then they'll connect it to an image which is an important part of the process. It allows the kids to be creative and allows them to, to connect the information to something meaningful in their own head. So that's an important part. I'm really looking forward to that one. Finally, we'll finish up this week by starting a, a, a menu of activities. It's called a 258 menu, which I'll, you'll see a little bit later on, probably the week after. Next week I'll send you out in the show notes. You'll see what it looks like. 
Um, but the, the idea behind this project will be slavery in America. And we're going to focus on two things when we discuss our, our, our uh, unit on slavery. We'll look at why slavery took hold in the South, and probably more importantly than the human experience of slaves. I think too often we forget about the human experience. So that's where we're headed next week. So here we go at the part where we talk about accelerated social studies, my period three and four classes. Um, I kind of meld these two weeks together. What we've been working on a project we call Providing Context in American History, and it's, it's all about the years leading up to the Civil War. Uh, the students are working in collaborative groups, groups of three. They were each assigned one specific event that helped lead us down this path to war. Uh, they spent last week researching their events, becoming experts, being able to provide context, why it happened, tell me what happened, and the end results. This week, um, the students are going to focus their energies now on creating a digital storytelling uh, video where they're going to create a narrative that tells the story of their event, places it into context and why it's so important. Um, today, we took a look at the steps they'll take for creating their video. It's something, a video that I made. You can see the links um, on my D2L page if, if you want to look at it. Where the, uh, the students will use Keynote or Google Slides, and they'll, they'll create a slideshow presentation, and then they'll record themselves using the iPads delivering this presentation. Just record the, the presentation right on the, the, the slideshow of the iPad. Uh, they'll upload that to YouTube, and then we're going to embed those videos into a class timeline using a, a website called Night Lab. And it's pretty cool. The students will have um, one timeline where they can go and look at how our history unfolded and how these events were intertwined and how it took us down this path to war. So I'm really excited. Um, the kids are working on these, these, these videos that I, I like to tell them they need to be image rich and text poor. So today it was neat to listen to them discuss like why they're putting certain images in and how to minimize the text, the amount of text on a slide. I told them that the, the idea is we are listening and watching your video, not reading. So they're not allowed to write in complete sentences on their slides. And they have a hard cap of 15 words per slide. So it's pretty neat. It involves a lot of creative thinking and, and a lot of discussion to hear them plan out their, their videos, their visuals, what you'll see, and then also the scripts, how they're going to tell the story. So I'm really looking forward to it. By the end of this week, hopefully you'll have a link to the timeline that you can see all the different videos the kids created. So looking forward to another great week here in school.